Welcome back to Missing. I am Tim here today with Lance. Lance, how are you today? I'm doing fantastic today, Tim. I really hope our listeners are doing fantastic as well. And I really hope you are doing fantastic plus one. How are you? Thanks for asking, Lance. I am doing great today. I am especially well because we get to try and raise money for the nonprofit that we're a part of, that we're on the board of. It's called Private Investigations for the Missing, and it was founded in 2018 by Bruce Maitland, who, of course, is Brianna Maitland's father. Brianna Maitland went missing in March of 2004 from Montgomery, Vermont. She is still missing, and that is considered a suspicious disappearance. She has inspired Bruce Maitland to start this nonprofit that aims to fund private investigations for missing people, for families that cannot afford it themselves. And we are constantly working to raise money for this nonprofit. That is a round-the-clock job, but every so often we have these virtual fundraisers to give it a boost, and we did a great job after a little bit of technical difficulties, which was really kind of funny once we were actually able to broadcast live to at least YouTube, uh, Aaron DeRogers, who is the chief coordinator for Private Investigations for the Missing. We had her on and Bruce Maitland as we were trying to figure out how to get on, so once we were live, they were just kind of throwing feet to the fire. So that was that was kind of amusing. I think people will get a kick out of that. And we managed to raise just over $1,000 in about an hour and a half, which was really impressive. But our goal is to raise $5,000 by February 3rd, which is National Missing Persons Day. So that's $5,000 by February 3rd. The fundraising is still going on. So you can go to investigationsforthemissing.org. couple of links there right at the homepage that says donate. It'll bring you to the PayPal page where you can donate. And if we reach $5,000 by February 2nd at midnight, I've been saying I'll get a private investigations for the missing logo tattooed on my body. I'm starting to think I'm going to do it on the leg, maybe the calf, maybe the upper thigh. So that's where that's where I'm thinking right now. But if we can get this over $5,000 to $5,000, so I'll do it. If it's $4,999, I might donate a buck just to get it to $5,000. We'll get the tattoo. So... Let's get let's get me a tattoo. I haven't had one in a while, and I and I need one. I think this is going to be a good reason to get one for a good cause. I sure hope so, Lance. So you can donate today. Go to investigationsforthemissing.org, and you'll be helping a worthy cause. And Lance, we're going to break this behemoth of a live show that we did up into two episodes. The first half is airing today. The second half is going to air next Monday. And the first half here, we've got Bruce and Aaron DeRosiers on. We've also got Ellen Marsh of Obsessed with Disappeared, and she is just hilarious. And she got a new show called Rabia and Ellen Solve the Case. And also John Lorden of Brain Scratch joins us in this episode with Jason Watts. Jason Watts, of course, is the family advocate in the Brandon Lawson case who led the search party that likely located Brandon earlier this year and he speaks about how Chief Lou Barry, Chief is uh, his affectionate nickname here, but uh, how Lou Barry assisted in the Brandon Lawson search. Now Tim, if people wanted to listen to this without the ads... Where would you, in what universe, would you direct them to go? They can go to missing.supportingcast.fm and they can get every episode we do of Missing completely ad-free. They'll also get our weekly bonus show over there, Lance. And now we are recently available on Apple Podcasts, so Apple users can subscribe in the app right there. 
And Tim, I know you tell me this every single week, but I've been trying to remember, how do I follow Missing on social media? Well, we're on most social media sites. So go to Missing CSM and you'll find us there. Thanks a lot for listening, everybody. We really appreciate it. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here on a very special night. It is Giving Tuesday 2022. It is November 29th. And we are here to raise money for private investigations for the missing. Of course, that is the non-profit that Lance and I are on the board of. And it was founded by Bruce Maitland, who is the father of Brianna Maitland, who is a missing person from Montgomery, Vermont in 2004. And Bruce, the founder of PIs for the Missing, is joining us here on the screen, as is Aaron DeRosiers. How are you both doing tonight? Hey, we're doing great. Doing great. Happy to be here. <laughs> Thank you for, for hopping on. Uh, we just went through a little bit of technical difficulties, but we are exactly 15 minutes behind, which is not a bad thing. Uh, Giving Tuesday started off, I don't know, several years ago, the Tuesday after Thanksgiving. And we've been talking about this idea to have a virtual fundraiser for PIs for the Missing. What better day to do it on? So... We're looking forward to an evening of special guests, people that are affiliated with the nonprofit and people who have had their their lives impacted by the nonprofit because they've had family members that have gone missing and they're now working with PIs for the Missing in in uh, in regards to finding out the the answers for their missing loved one. But uh, Aaron, we 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 brought you on, brought Bruce on just to be like, oh my God, we are having technical difficulties. We don't know what to do. <laughs> finally, finally, the last pull of the lawnmower engine, and it started, and, and we're we're on we're 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 on YouTube right now at least. But uh, mm -hmm. Aaron, please explain explain yourself. No, <laughs> what what what's your role with uh, PIs for the missing? So I kind of like a, an organizing rock star, if you will. I guess that's kind of how I describe it. Take myself. it down a notch. Well. Hold on. <laughs> Bruce agrees. Yeah. So I was brought on just to help with kind of the behind the scenes organizing, uh, organizing of cases, um, project management, organizing meetings, just, just kind of keeping everybody on track, um, making sure that projects are being completed, that follow-ups being done. 
Um, it's nothing very glamorous, uh, but I do enjoy it. Um, the mission is very important to me um, and helping missing people's family is very important to me. Um, I was always a big true crime fan. I don't know if that's the right word, but, um, and the stories are interesting, but at the end of the day, people need, people need help and families need support. Um, and you need all sorts of people to do that. And that's, that's basically why I'm here. I, this is a very different perspective for me. I've been watching your lives for years, but I've never been on. So it's a, it's a very interesting perspective. I, I but um, I, I think I'm doing okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're doing great. Yes. Welcome to the show. And Aaron, tell us what, what are our fundraising goals tonight and where are we at right now? All right. So the goal is from now until February 3rd, which is National Missing Persons Day, to uh, raise $5,000. We are at $121 raised at the beginning of the night year. So, okay, start at $121, but I think we could do better than that before the evening's over. That is actually not that bad in four minutes. Yeah, I mean... The night just started. I mean, we had technical difficulties too. I mean, if, if anyone's confidence was a little shaken, I'd get, I'd get it. But hey, I promise you that wasn't our fault. It's definitely not PIs for the missing fault. It's definitely not no, PIs right. for the missing's fault. It could no. be like uh, an oversight that, that I made, but I don't think so. I don't know. You were anyway. sharing your screen. It was, it, it, yeah, eh, not anyway. an oversight. $121 raised so far. We are aiming for five grand. So please- if you're out there listening to this and you can donate, today's the day. This is Giving Tuesday. Please donate if you possibly can. And if you can't donate today, please at least share. That would be very helpful to us and our mission. We would really greatly appreciate that if you could share. There is a link here. I'm going to put it in the YouTube chat. It's to a PayPal page, and that is the best way to share, um, to donate. And if anybody has any questions about where their money is going when they donate to PIs for the Missing, to Private Investigations for the Missing, uh, either Aaron or Bruce, one of you, um, please let the folks who are donating know where this money goes to after it goes to Tim and I for fixing technical issues on our end. <laughs> Essentially, all the money goes to helping families with missing persons. And there's a behind the scenes work. I mean, it, in a in a strict sense, it goes to pay PIs. It goes to uh, run uh, pay search engines for a lot of the work that we do. We sometimes don't have a PI on, but we, we help out where we can. So there's money that is involved in that. Uh, there's money involved in keeping a hotline phone line going 24 seven, where people can call and leave a message, ask for help. Essentially, I mean, the, the goal of the organization is to keep the biggest bulk of our funds moving toward the goal and not, you know, we're not hosting parties and, uh, you know, junkets to uh, the islands or any of that sort of thing. It, it's all going where it ought to go. And, and that's how I envisioned it when I found it. And that's how I continue to do it. When did you start putting up everything together in your head and then bringing that to like paper and then saying, this is going to actually be a thing that I'm going to commit to. I mean, it just sort of slowly evolved 
in the sense of where, you know, I, I realized that there was a need for it out there. Um, over the years, it's been a number of years, I've been in contact with different people that uh, have had, uh, you know, missing family members of their own uh, and just following stories and seeing the stories and realizing that there is just this huge, huge gap between the few people that get publicity and can afford to pay a PI in the, in the event that they can't get enough done through law enforcement. And it's just this whole kind of a conglomeration of things, the realization of, of role in law enforcement kind of evolved over the years of what they, a realistic view of what they can and can't accomplish, even you know when they're doing their best. And so it, it became an idea in my head that I need to get this done and need to do something to be able to make something good come out of, um, you know, my, my own daughters going missing. So, uh, and that took, honestly, it, it probably took a couple of years from the time you, I kind of had that impetus to do it, uh, realizing that it was going to take me in places that, that I really wasn't ready to go. And then, uh, um, the PI, Greg and I have been working together for years and years and years. We talked about it a lot. It was kind of a joint impetus over the ideas. We bounced it back and forth. And then I just decided to pull the trigger. Uh, there was uh, some reward money uh, out for my, for my daughter's case that expired. And so uh, I took that and just got the whole ball rolling. Got the 501C set up. Uh, then I started looking around for people that I thought would, because I knew, I knew that I couldn't do it alone and I needed to find good people to, uh, be on the board and be able to help me out. And so I took a long time in those choosings too. And, uh, you know, choosing you two guys was, uh, you know, was a good choice for me among the others. It, Ooh, I, I thought you were going to say a huge mistake. No. <laughs> Uh, you you mentioned uh, Greg Overacker, and he's in the YouTube chat right now. And a lot of people, especially Shannon, are very concerned about the fact that he never eats anything other than gas station hot dogs when he goes out to uh, talk to people. <laughs> so um, maybe a couple of your donated dollars could go to Greg having an actual lunch at some point. Well, we do we do pay a PI's expenses uh, when they're out in the field and doing interviews and you know that they have to stay overnight we pay uh, you know some mileage uh, we pay uh, an hourly rate that is negotiated between us and the pis and we expect the pis in general do a lot of their at-home research on the case we provide them with information through our own researchers and through databases that we can look up information and different things like that uh, so it's all just kind of a work. The PIs that are on board, yes, they have to get paid, but yes, it's sort of a mission for them too. You know, and so we would spring for a little more. I mean, that's a long, a long answer to a short question, and the answer is yes, we would spring for more than a hot dog for Greg. Yeah, seriously, Greg. Yeah, he doesn't want any more than that. That's that's what makes him feel comfortable. I don't think Greg even eats hot dogs. <laughs> yes, you can ask. 
<laughs> well, uh, we we do have a, a very tight schedule. We're already running 15 minutes behind uh, because of our technical difficulties that we're uh, officially blaming on Twitter. Um, Bruce and Aaron, are are you able to return later in the evening? Absolutely, yes. Yep. And we are at $193 now. So. Oh, right. Okay, now we're talking. <laughs> All right, fantastic. Working too between now and then. I don't know. Just doesn't. Okay, we'll take what we can get. Okay. Well, <laughs> your voice is paramount, but we'll love. We'd love to see you as well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, we are uh, gonna gonna move on and bring on Ellen Marsh of Obsessed with Disappeared. Now it's Ellen Marsh. How are you? I turned off the YouTube. That fixed it, right? Whew. Oh, okay. yes, yeah. it did. Yes. I am the youngest boomer ever. Like, <laughs> I texted Tim. I was like, am I doing this wrong? I know I'm doing something wrong. I'm doing it wrong. Hi, guys. How's it going? How are you? You guys are amazing. You guys are, you guys are incredible. You guys are so sweet. You guys use your platform. So you're just inspiring. I adore you. How are you? Oh, oh my thank goodness. you. Well, yeah, we, we adore love you, you as well. And yeah, we adore you. And uh, yeah, thank you so much for joining us here tonight. Uh, we we know you're very busy. You do uh, some very popular podcasts. Um, so, some of them to do with missing people too, which I love. Can you tell yeah. us a little bit about Obsessed with Disappeared? Sure. Um, so I hosted Obsessed with Disappeared. Um, with Patrick Hines originally. And then um, I don't know what happened. Where did he go? I, I heard he just, he ran away with the circus or something. Um, and then I've been doing it um, with one of my dear friends, uh, Joey Taranto. And Patrick and I were always, missing people has have always just kind of been the thing that just keeps me up at night, but also gave me so much sadness and anxiety. So Patrick and I set to make a light hearted podcast about missing people, which really scares some people. <laughs> and we've talked to many, many families. We just had um, Allie Lowitzer's mom on the show and she's like, I really didn't think I was going to like y'all's podcast, but I get what you do. Um, and we kind of, you know, make fun of reenactment actors or, you know, funny investigators to talk about these stories that are hard to talk about. And for people like me that would just turn off the TV, instead of turning off the TV, we give you like a little bit of a reprieve. We give you a little break for a couple seconds and, you know, tell some inappropriate dirty jokes to get your mind <laughs> off the the sadness every once in a while. We did cover Brianna's um, case and, you know, we when they talk about the lonely farmhouse, you know, we would just say, why is it so lonely? Maybe that farmhouse is just fine on its own, you know? So, but, you know, still honoring the cases and, and honoring these stories and hopefully for people that ordinarily wouldn't kind of listen to them. So it's been an honor. We've done over a hundred episodes and we're almost done. We've almost done the entire, the entire series. So yeah. Wow. Congrats. Oh, a hundred episodes. It feels like, it feels like this just happened like two weeks ago. Like you just started two weeks ago. I know we're at like, I think we're at like 128 and I think we're on like our last, um, 
our last two or three. And, you know, we've had some families come on and, and things like that, you know, because we just, the goal is, I mean, you guys know, it's just keeping the names out there, especially for some of the older cases that, um, that don't get um, told as much, you know, so it's, it's been an honor. It's been emotional. Uh, it's been, uh, you know, sometimes it's hard to find the lightheartedness in these stories, but it really, really has been a, a deep honor. Well, I think your approach is great. And I, I, Lance says that comedy is a great entry point into learning about things. And I think that's a great way to put it. I also love how you and Joey, I believe, I think you sell, you sell a shirt that says doesn't light up a room. Is that, is that? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. T tell us about that because that me and Lance were talking about that, how that's just become a trope that you just can't say anymore. Yeah. Don't light up a room and don't be a free spirit. Just don't do it. Just don't do it. If it, it, it every time they say it, I'm like, this is not, no, don't, 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 don't light up a room. Dole a room. Dole a room when you walk in it. Uh, just really try and bring down the room. In fact, that would be better. But but just don't have a, re don't, don't affect the room. Don't affect. Perfect, Lance. Perfect. Yeah. Keep the room at a homeostasis. Status. <laughs> yeah. Status quo. So we made a t-shirt. Um, yeah. That says does not light up rooms. Just so. Yeah. And, you know, don't don't lie about me when I'm gone. You know, don't, <laughs> you know, just tell the truth. So. But um, but yeah, we do. And and it's really, really nice when we hear from families, um, you know, the I, I do a Fred Murray impression and he just, you know, he loves it. And um, because sometimes we always say, if you don't laugh, you'll cry, you know. Yeah, exactly. And I'd love the if anybody has any issue with the way uh, Obsessed with Disappeared approaches dis missing person cases they haven't listened to a single episode yeah. they haven't gone to the website they haven't seen that yeah. after after the comedy introduction it's all it's it's all about the the advocacy it's all about the family and it's all about making sure that people know the names of the people who are missing and yeah. and what is it going to do uh, how are you going to stand out if you're going to have a show that wikipedia's a disappearance how is that going to stand out to people? Or yeah. you have a show with yeah. you and Joey that you walk away from saying, I literally laughed and cried during yeah. this. And, yeah. and I'm now, now I'm looking this up and now I'm going to the GoFundMe page and yeah. now I'm going to give $20. Yep. When we, yeah, that is exactly, that is generally the, the response we get um, from families because when you do hear comedy next to missing people, that doesn't sound in good taste. Um, but, you know, I mean, you guys know our hearts and because it's true. Um, there are things about true crime that I myself, I, I get really upset. I get really emotional and we've all been there and, and it's hard and you still want to tell the stories, but sometimes it's hard and, and there are a lot of people who experience um, anxiety around it. So we just we just take a little pause and we make fun of ourselves. Um, and, and you're exactly right. When people say this is you're making fun of these things. I'm like, you didn't take your take your one star review and go have a nap and a popsicle because you didn't didn't listen. So um, but yeah, because it's how else and there's and um, Bruce is is so amazing to start this organization and exactly what you said in the intro, um, turning 
such a tragedy and and there are several people who do that into advocacy for others it i, I mean I, I get chills thinking about it 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 um because uh we we just had an interview with with a parent and she just said i never knew um it is a big club and i and she hates being a part of it you know so um and and anything we can do we always reach out to families we offer our platform, um, you know, we offer, you know, because again, you know, social media isn't about taking, you know, pictures of our dinners anymore. It really is about spreading um, information and getting information out there and, and uh, promoting things that, that you believe in, which is just so great that you guys are doing this. And, um, but one thing you didn't mention, which is, I heard there's a bet involved with this. <laughs> Are you saving that news for later? I mean, what what better time to bring it up than than now, I suppose? It's more like a challenge. A challenge, a challenge. Okay, yes. Okay. Well, I mean, I think it's amazing. So, <laughs> tell I guess tell them. I'm 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 Tim Timmy, I'm taking your your hosting abilities. No, that's fine. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Yeah. Well, for a while, I was saying that if we could raise enough money or if we could raise a certain amount of money for the nonprofit, uh, Greg Overacker inspired me because he said he would shave his head. And I was like, okay, well, if you if you shave your head, which is a non-permanent thing, you can grow your hair back. I said, I'll get a PIs for the missing logo tattoo. And I, I enjoy a good tattoo, just yeah. like just like the next person does. And uh, so, yeah, that's my uh, that's my challenge to people. We put it out there a little while ago and it kind of sounded like a joke and there was some uh, some gray area to the details on it. But if we can raise five thousand dollars by February 3rd, I will get a P.I.'s for the missing tattoo, the logo, which is right behind me here. We, and it's a badass logo. Like, I would get this really, yeah, really I mean, did 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 Bruce design? Did he design? It is really, really cool. Um if I may just pose a question, please. Um, I feel like I'm just throwing this out there. I'm just an ideas person. Um, the person who puts you puts it over the top for five thousand. Can they choose where the tattoo goes? Here are some of the rules. Okay. okay. I think I think I think we should all be I think we should all be very respectful about this. And I will say you can choose. But we can't do we we can't do face. I can't like a face tattoo. You okay. should. It's I fair, would right? go for somewhere prominent, like like you know somewhere that way. You know, a conversation starter. I I would do the neck. I would do the neck. Uh, that and and one of the caveats would be, it it could be that it'll be clearly the logo, but based on where it is on my body, I would have to work with a tattoo person to make it work in that area. Like the oh. like something on the neck, like the the logo itself would look good on an arm, right? Because it's yeah, circular. it's really cool. But if yeah. it's on the neck, a circle won't it won't work. So okay. it'll be a variation of it. Make okay. it work on 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 whatever body part, and no body part that <laughs> <sighs> no body part that is on sensitive areas. I'm Listen, not gonna get it. I'm not gonna get it. Yeah. Patrick is not here. He's not gonna give you uh my old partner Patrick Hines um is very inappropriate to poor Tim and Lance who are just trying to do their jobs. Um I don't know which one he loves more. Lance's blue eyes or what does he say about you, Tim? I know he says Lancey with the blue eyes. What is it? Uh, I think he says he wants to climb me like a tree. Okay, there you go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah 
I'm, I'm, we love I'm, Patrick. I'm, Someone please screen record that. Just, just screen record that for me. Just, I need to set a ringtone. When when we were at Obsessed Fest, which is a beautiful event, and I can't wait for the next know. Obsessed Fest, if nothing else, but to see what outfits you bring to the table <laughs> next year. Yes. Because your outfits were f- absolutely fire uh, this year. You're um, very, I was, listen, I was in sweatpants for two years. <laughs> I was like, let's all throw on sequins. Come on. It was a great, wasn't that, that was just such a great event. It was so magical and it coupled, I loved how it brought together all the facets of our community. You know, the investigative podcasters, the wrongful conviction podcasters, the Muppet podcasters, such as myself. um, And just like everyone just. Whoa, what did you just call yourself? A Muppet. (laughs) <laughs> yeah um i mean i mean well lance but you know come on um and i just i loved that i loved that i loved the people everyone's just like heart and the my only only bummer i think i was talking to you about this both of you guys about this was that we just didn't get to see a lot of each other's panels we were all um doing our own thing which was great but i, I there were so many things i wanted to see and i just didn't get to so but yeah a lot yeah. going on that weekend. That was amazing. Can't wait for uh, the second one coming yeah. up in uh, 2023, October of 2023. That's going to be a blast. Dallas. Yeah. Ellen Marsh, you are fabulous. Thank you so much you for joining you. us. Absolutely. Yeah, we really appreciate it. Absolutely. And we will keep that. I will keep posting about it. And you guys are amazing. And thank you for everything that you guys do for the community for missing people for this organization. You guys are just, you're, you're two of the good guys and I adore you. Oh, thank you so much. And right. you said that you were kind of wrapping up um, or you're, you're coming to the end of the disappeared series. You have also got a couple of other shows that are out there now. One that's an amazing show with uh, Robbie Ashadri. Can you just give a quick like plug yeah. of that? Cause it's a, it's an awesome show. Robbie and I are doing something a little different. Uh, we're doing a we're doing a true crime talk show, um, and it and uh, we basically are. You know, there's so many incredible um, podcasts um, that really dive into these stories, um, and we talk about different aspects of them. Um, you know, we don't just kind of like sit and give timelines. You know, it's like you know when you think of West Memphis Three. You know. Bob's coverage of that is is so in-depth. So um, it's called Rabia and Ellen Solved the Case, and it's a talk show. And we talk about some cases that are already solved, but we we talk about um, aspects of them that still bring up questions. Um, and it's a, it's really cool because I get to show a little bit more of my passion behind you know, investigating and Rabia gets to show a little more of her lighthearted side because she's, you know, such a badass. And um, so it's kind of like where we meet in the middle and we're, we're just having a blast. And we have a guest every week um, that kind of represents an every man of true crime, you know, like talking to your neighbor, someone that isn't ingratiated in it the way that we are. And we kind of come with the facts and we say like, kind of, what do you think? And we just, we talk about it. How, People talk, you know, we sit and this is our lives, but the great thing about true crime becoming such an accessible genre is it really does get people talking and it it talks about, 
you know, we talk about wrongful convictions and we talk about the importance of elections and prosecution and, um, you know, and just how people can get more involved in advocacy, raising money. Um, it's just, it's such a bigger picture. So I'm having a blast doing that. And then Joey and I have a new podcast coming out really soon to take over once we're done with Disappeared. So you do such great yes. work. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, you guys. Thank you so much. Ellen. All right. We'll see you soon. Bye. And we'll be right back after a quick word from our sponsors. Thanks to our sponsors. And now we're back to the program. Okay. And now we are going to be joined by a couple of more very special guests. Folks, this is a, a very memorable night here. Right now we've got Mr. Brain Scratch himself, John Lorden, entering the Zoom arena with his pal, Jason Watts, who is the friend of Brandon Lawson, who helped lead the search party in 2022 that likely located missing person Brandon Lawson. Welcome, John Lorden and Jason Watts. How are you tonight? Hey, hey, guys. How are you guys? Fantastic. Doing you know great what? Over here. Yeah. Thanks for joining. Oh, yeah. You bet. The day absolutely sucked until I saw John Lorden's handsome face and well-groomed hair. Thank you, sir. Thank you. I got ready just for you. Um, I was expecting, once we heard this news about a possible tattoo, uh, I, I think PayPal might have gone down because I think it just got slammed with donations at that point. We've got to get it to 5,000 <laughs> people. That. Yeah, we have to I get it to 5,000. So join us. Please make those donations. We need to see Lance get tattooed. And there'll be a full list of, of parameters, but I'm going to say I'm not picky. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm really not picky. I'm just I'm being kind of obvious. Like, obviously, don't say the tattoo is going to go on my eyeball. Like a lot of rules, but but he's not picky, folks. <laughs> be, I've been pushing for be the so forehead. <laughs> we have we have spoken about this and I have been pushing for the forehead, but I don't know if that's going. Well, the way I see it is, OK, let's say someone throws in a million dollars and they're like, I'll only do this million dollars if you get the tattoo on the forehead. You know what I say to that? Let's get the million. I can I can buy some foundation and cover up when when needed. Right. right. I thought you were going to say, let's get the million and Piftum will get 15,000 of it. And then everyone will <laughs> and be I'll happy. be long gone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Lance will retire. <laughs> well, J John Lorden, tell us what it is that you do. We're in your domain tonight here on YouTube. Why yeah. don't you tell us uh, wh what it is that you do with your show, Brain Scratch? Yeah, uh, Brain Scratch originally started looking into unsolved mysteries of all kinds, but it was very soon that uh, that started treading into missing persons cases. And honestly, it was the Brandon Lawson case that was like a gear shift for me because I did the coverage on it. And all of a sudden, I was hearing from Ladessa, his girlfriend of 10 years, and she wanted to speak to me. And I was like, oh, man, like, th this is the end of the YouTube thing. Like, this person is going to tell me I've, I completely blew this. I got all the stuff wrong. What am I doing, you know, treading into their personal life? And it was the exact opposite. She was super thankful, wanted to give me additional information, got Brandon's father on the phone. I hear his kids playing in the background, uh, spoke to his cousin as well. It just like all of a sudden I was connected with this family in a way that literally even talking about it now is just giving me chills again. And that pushed me into more missing persons coverage, trying to digitally advocate for these cases, 
doing kind of like you guys raising funds where I can making donations where I can. Um, there's just so many different pieces that need to be helped with missing persons cases. And I kind of found my niche, but then you got people like Jason Watts, who is a critical piece of pushing these things forward. Uh, Jason, how did, how did you know, Brandon? I went to high school with Brandon, uh, <clears throat> had a couple of classes with him, saw him in the hallways. Uh, he stepped in a, for me a few times when I was getting smacked around by some of my upperclassmen. But uh, yeah, so when he went missing, I, I took it upon myself to try to help his family out in any way that I could. Awesome. Awesome. And yeah, it, it was CrimeCon that we first met at. And all of a sudden I'm hearing from this guy, Jason, and he's like, yeah, no, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going until I find him. But I understand, Jason, that you had some help along the way there and some people that are now part of private investigations for the missing. You want to share some of that with us? Yeah. So, uh, you know, I've had the fortunate opportunity to meet a lot of good people in my journey, uh, of my advocacy with Brandon's case. Uh, three of them are, are right here in front of me, uh, on this screen, you three, uh, but private investigations for the missing, uh, they really did help out with Brandon's case quite a bit. It was at the Crime Con event in 2019 in New Orleans where I, I got the opportunity to meet Bruce Malin. And, you know, we talked a little bit and he shared, you know, his vision for this nonprofit with me. And it, it's truly a vision that I share as well, you know, trying to help families of missing persons. Um, but, uh, you know, they were kind of starting to get off the ground at that time, just just starting to get off the ground. And one of the first things they did for their website was uh, allow me to to write a piece for for their blog entry on Brandon's case, and it's it it morphed from there when I met one of their private investigators, uh, Lou Barry. He's he's a retired police chief who has, is now a private investigator and works for private investigations for the missing. I reached out to him uh, right about the same time we were doing the crime con event in New Orleans. Coincidentally, he had a trip planned to Texas to visit his son, who is stationed down here in, in the armed forces, and uh, he agreed to meet with me and discuss the case with me, and we've been collaborating with each other ever since. Um, he reached out to law enforcement in Brandon's case and tried to bridge that gap a little bit. Um, he took an active role in you know, helping me plan the searches and, and help me come up with the most probable next course of action to take as far as locating Brandon. And he, he has just been a mentor to me. He's been a friend to me. Uh, I've said it a million times. I, I don't think we would have found Brandon without him. You know, I've dealt with so many families at this point after covering hundreds of these cases. And the question usually comes up about, you know, should I get a private investigator? A lot of them try to do fundraisers. And, you know, I cover cases that aren't always super well known. And sometimes you'll see that GoFundMe and, you know, it'll get a couple hundred dollars together or something like that. And you know that they're just not going to be able to reach that goal. So knowing about the mission of private investigations for the missing it's it's a very important component that can really help a lot of these people and we're hearing in jason's case like 
it's it's invaluable information. It's kind of adding to the tools that advocates and families have for finding their missing loved one. Brandon's story, like honestly, there needs to be a book written about it because there are so many great lessons to be learned from it. I wouldn't even necessarily think that a PI might be all that helpful in a case where we think that, you know, someone might be lost out in the wilderness somewhere. And here we have a great example of that's that's not the case at all. PIs can be helpful with their experience, opening doors, the knowledge to know to bridge the gap with law enforcement. I remember the phone call where Jason told me that that was part of the game plan because it was very easy to be critical of law enforcement back in the early days of Brandon's case. And Jason's like, no, 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 we're turning this around and we're starting to see some headway. Like all of a sudden we're starting to get some information from them. They're starting to be more helpful to us. It was just a really big turning point. And I'm just thankful for anyone that that helped uh, helped Jason find the success that they did in Brandon's case, including Cult Crimes and Cabernet, who I see in the chat. What's up, ladies? Uh, and that piece, I mean, like I'm telling you, there's so many different aspects of what went right with this case. Ladessa's approach with social media, the community rallying around her in the way that she did, her not getting tripped up on any of the negative talk or the stupid comments. Um, there's just so many things that went right with this. Explain that a little bit. Um, her not getting tripped up with any of the talk or comments. She didn't let that negativity slow her down or affect her in a way that would take her focus away from, you know, trying to find Brandon. As, as we all know, a lot of these cases, they do serve a lot of negativity. And, you know, I, I can't say enough to that as well. I mean, I would say 95% of what you see is good, but you have that other 5% that's bad. And you just, I, I heard something this morning on, on the radio. Uh, somebody said, don't give your critics any more time than you would give a friend. And so, you know, don't let the negativity slow you down from the goal. Uh, I used to get into arguments with people online. I, finally stopped giving into that negativity. And I just told myself, look, the day we find him, I will have shut all that, you know, we will have shut all that negativity down right there in that moment. And that's exactly what happened. You know, you bring up a good point about all of that because family members do read those YouTube comments and they do take it to heart. And we operate out of these, out of this bubble of our recording areas and we can move on to the next missing person story, but they don't have that luxury to move on to another missing person and, and let that just roll off their backs. And I think something that doesn't get said often enough is the relationship um, like Jason, like you have with Ladessa and, and Brandon's family, his parents, and the fact that you can tell them that and you can say that to, to them. You know, this whole private investigations for the missing isn't just about investigating. It's about supporting the families, helping them to get through. And it doesn't take that that much effort. And, you know, I, I think a lot of people are like, I don't know if I can commit to doing something like that. But all it takes is just a, hey, how are you? Don't listen to them. You know, don't those people that that's one out of a thousand. There's there's nine hundred ninety nine who are supporting you. And the reason why they don't comment is because they 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 know that it brings people down. So um, I think that's just something that like uh, you do and we all do. John, Jason, like we do this and 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 it's just part of the you know, it, it's part of the work you've chosen to do. So good, good, good work bringing that up. 
Yeah. And I just want to thank uh, Tim and Lance and <clears throat> Bruce and, and your teams behind uh, private investigations for the missing. It's just, it's such a good cause. Uh, you know, we've done fundraisers before on the channel. Um, I'm actually the person that got it added to YouTube's nonprofit organization list so that oh, nice. you can add it to videos and stuff like that. And speaking of which, while you guys are running this on every episode of Searchlight that's going to come out until we hit National Missing Persons Day in February, I'm going to do a mention about this. We're going to add the uh, donation button specifically for private investigations to the missing to all of those videos. And uh, we'll see what the Lord and Arts community can do. I know there's a bunch of you in the chat here, but let's let's see uh, some of the some of my friends here step up and help out. Wow! I, I can't say is, thank you. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I can't say That's enough amazing. to the importance of this organization and and the value that it that it has and the value that it's going to bring to you know to missing persons cases. There's not a lot of organizations out here that do this and. You know, I think this organization is 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 going to be paramount in changing things. You know, to to get the community to realize that you know this this is an issue. People are missing in our country, and law enforcement doesn't always have the resources or the the time or the manpower to continuously commit to these cases. And that's where you know private investigations for the missing comes in. Uh, I I don't know everything the future holds for me, but if at any point I do become a licensed private investigator. Absolutely, I will be working for private investigations for the missing and, and helping Bruce uh, further his vision. Get ready for some gas station hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Greg, if Fantastic. you're still in the chat room, you're going to have to point me out to the good ones. <laughs> the good ones. Greg uh, Greg texted me while we were on this, and he said... Uh, he's pissed. He's he said, "I'm gonna pants you next time I see you." That's what he said. <laughs> he said that he said he was gonna only pants you. He said he was gonna put a plague on me. <laughs> if he's planning oh, on pantsing me, you guys better have your sunglasses because I will blind <laughs> every one of you. <laughs> oh boy. Well, well, guys, thank you so much for joining us here, and I love that you helped to display how important PIs for the missing is and how important donations are and that money is going to good use so again please donate if you can we would love to bring Aaron back in a few minutes for a quick update on where we're at because i see the numbers are moving but before is that a birthday cake it's a birthday cupcake for you, John. Guys, thank you so much. I appreciate it's, that. It's your favorite. It's got this hard chocolate top with what looks like really overly sweet strawberry lettering yes. and a cherry that's got a dent in it. Our marriage. <laughs> I hope that's a candy cherry. Lance, did you take a bite of my candy cherry? No, my... it just fell on the floor. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I appreciate but that. Thank happy, you so much. Happy man. birthday. Wow. Yes. Happy birthday, John Lorden. Thank you guys so much, man. Donating his money and his time on his very special day. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much, man. Well, we appreciate you. you. Yeah. Thank you both so much for uh, for joining us here, and we'll uh, we'll catch up soon. Thanks a lot for uh, for spending some time with us here tonight. Take care, Love you guys. Y'all take care. Love you too. Love you too, bro. Jason Watts and John Lorden. Thank you very much.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.